Welcome back, everybody, to the Prisoner Podcast. This is your favourite podcast where we are reviewing all 692 episodes of the Australian hit TV show Prisoner, which aired for a whopping eight seasons between 1979 and 1986. My name is John, and I am joined this week by The Pound. Hello, Pound. Hello. <laughs> G'day, mate. How you going? Hi, guys. AKA Yvonne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what are you doing? Oh, you know, just John. hanging out. Just hanging out. John skis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should... Is your like is your name John? Like, is it actually just John? Or is it short for John Skis? John Skis. Is it <laughs> not John Tonamo Bay? Well, that's my nickname. <laughs> Been there, done Bloody that. Fucking <laughs> love it. Got the tats. It got, okay. got the tats to prove it. You got the tats on the reputation to prove it. Oh, my God. Do you know what that reminds me of? Have you ever watched the movie Grease? No, we've already been through this. You've said no, but everybody else has watched it because no one else is a moron. I'm joking, John. You know you're not. There's this bit in it. And like, you did say you would bash to... me. Well, I am going to bash you. That stands. That's not a lie. Nothing I wouldn't say to your face. And I did say to you. Um, they're all supposed to be like teenagers. <laughs> they're all supposed to be teenagers. And they're like all like 30 plus, these actors. And they're in the... um. They're in the high school, and one of the blokes who's uh, what's his name, Saint Nick or Nick, uh, I don't know. He brings a chick from another high school to make the other girl jealous that he broke up with or some shit. And, Is that Sandy um, or whoever? No, 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 not Sandy, but it's Rizzo. I think it's Rizzo. Anyway, she, that he brings this chick who's like full, got this full um, dancing dress on, like real. I don't know. She's she's. She's Thick. something, right? She, yeah, she's pretty hot. She's real attitude sass. Anyway, the girls from the school that we follow, which is Rydell High, Rydell High, they go, who's that? And she goes, this chick goes, she's got this chewy in her mouth. Like, she goes, they call me Cha-Cha because I'm the best dancer at St. Bernadette's. And this other woman goes, with the worst reputation. So good. So okay. good. That's you. With the reputation. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to say that. Oh, well, I'll, I'll yes. make sure um, I get my chewing gum out. But, but actually, why not? I don't understand. Why you don't watch Grease, you don't try to be them, you should become them. Oh, my God. Do you want to do a night where all we do is watch all the movies you haven't seen that I have? Let's do it. Like what? Oh, my There isn't God. enough snacks I, in the world to get me through that. That's true because we're going to be there for a long time. John, have you not been keeping a list of all the ones I've been telling you to watch? Strictly Boring, Grease. Um, seen it. Oh, my fucking God. Have you seen Billy Elliot? One of my favourites. Never heard of it. I just, I can't. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that a comedian or something? Everybody. You mean Billy Connolly? Isn't Billy Elliot a comedian or something? I don't know. Guys. Guys, I'm gonna actually. Let's move well, on. Why would I, I be watching s- this when you, when I can just watch Predator and Rambo? And- Good, you know, I've never seen Predator. Well, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Right here. <laughs> it's on my list. It's on my list. You I want to watch. You've it. never seen Predator because I think it's scary. Is it scary? Is Hang it on. like that stupid show Venom? Because that show looks terrifying to me. Is Venom. it scary? Yeah. No, it's not scary. 
Is it is it like the ring? Because that type of thing is scary, and I don't like that type. Of nothing, stuff. Like, nothing like the ring or the grudge or anything. Ooh. Hasn't hasn't got that real sort of uh, nasty, is it like Jurassic- nasty Japanese. Okay. Right, <laughs> Is it like um, Jurassic Park? Because I watch it if it's like Jurassic Park. Never seen it, so. Oh, guys, I can't. Right, it just doesn't interest me. The whole dinosaur I thing. I know it doesn't. Re- it's like it's like saying you haven't seen Sound of Music. The only reason why I would watch it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ignore is, that one is, pretty is, quickly, is, didn't you, is, mate? Yeah, it's because um, Jeff Goldblum isn't he in it? That was in The Fly. Oh, I love Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Okay, whatever. Fine, I'll give you that. I haven't seen Predator, so I'll give you one of those movies that you haven't watched. We're still not equal. I'm still right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy watching old Collingwood Grand Finals from the eighties. Am I right? Am nothing I wrong right? With that? Well, There's nothing wrong well, with that. We, we we never won a grand final in the eighties, so you so you're wrong. No. <laughs> but you know what? I'm still right though because you didn't win one. So <laughs> not that Essendon's done any better. Anyway, they did win in the eighties. Scumbags. Um, and ninety two was it ninety two or ninety six was their last grand final? Who? The Bombers, mate. I don't care about the Bombers. You should care about the Bombers. Why? You'll because do nothing they're your this year. Nemesis. You'll you do nothing You should always care year. about your arch nemesis. Of course not. <laughs> 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 but we look good doing it, doing nothing. Okay. Anyway, how have you been? Yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Just, uh, you know, trying to uh, load grease Still trying up to get out of bed. And, and, and just never. <laughs> I had the DVD of Grease and it just wouldn't work, so I oh, tried. It's because you... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nah, it's not going to work for me, guys. Yeah, um, I, I woke up the day after the last um, the the podcast, <laughs> last podcast, mm-hmm. and I and I, I had a dry mouth, and I thought to myself, today's a good day to die again. <laughs> Today, the James Bond film, a good day to die. Is that a? <laughs> I think so. Or is that a um? Is the it James the Bond? The world's not short enough, or the day's not short <laughs> enough, or something. Like that. Or is it um, do, an army how I, movie? How to get me through. <laughs> it's a good day to die. Or is it a Bruce Willis movie? Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> die Hards are good. You've seen the Die Hards, surely. Yes, I have. Yep. Thank the God. Guy with, the guy okay. with uh, Family Matters, the cop. <sighs> yes. I love him in it. But anyway. Yes. <laughs> Steve Urkel's love dad him. or whatever. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I'm just trying to make my coffee. Yep. He was great in it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, Episode so, so for those of us who want to find out a little bit more about what you're doing on Instagram, what's the handle? Yep. The Prisoner Podcast. John and Yvonne, check it out. You know what? I'll put something on right now as we talk. All right. You can keep talking because I can do two things at once. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's get stuck into the synopsis for Prisoner episode 32. So this actually was shown live on Tuesday, the 12th of June, 1979. Okay. So B has, as we know, has escaped from hospital and in the refuge with, uh, or in the refuge of the flat with mum and Judith Ann, both in need of money and a plan. Meanwhile, love is in the air as Jeff and Lynn express their developing feelings. 
A bit too late, though, as Jean advises Lynn that her tenure and that of the work release program has been terminated. Clara discovers that life on the inside isn't all she thought it would be as Nolene bullies her and bashes Karen. You've got to love that. George Lucas is front page news as he is arrested whilst Erica has concerns for Vera's job, especially after Vera confirms her association with one said George Lucas. Judith Ann runs an errand for B, but not all goes directly to plan. Jeff grows up and Sid reconsiders <laughs> Lynn's job at the nursery. Vera bails George out, but in a turn of events, misses her scheduled catch-up with Erica. And finally, Monica bashes Nolene and teaches her, and shall we say, an attitudinal lesson. Prison rule style. Okay. Now, let me think about something. Did you have your um, Jeff Butterfield moustache on then? <laughs> yes, I did, as I was thinking about your synopsis, because I feel like I've missed something drastically, unless you're talking about another episode, but I don't no, think No, I am not. <laughs> Mon beats up Nolene. Yeah. She bashes her at the end. Swear to God I didn't see that. What? All right, you're going to have to bring that up, mate. She, she belts her up because of... Um, <clears throat> no, I've uh, got B walking around the corner and that's it. That's my last bit. Okay, you you know what? When we get to it, bring it up because... Oh, yes, I'm such a feckin' idiot. I've got this right that. here. No, you know what? Well, you didn't tell me, did you? Like, listen... I've got it written here. I'm an idiot. I've got screen grabs of it. It's fantastic. Even Nolene's like one of her apron, one of the um, one of the overall buttons comes off. Yes, 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 yes. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. It's sort of it's sort of like connected with her belt and Karen up. Yes, 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 yes. So let's talk about let's talk about Vera. I've got a bit of Lynn. Do you want to do Lynn and just get her out of the way? I don't yeah. want people to turn off. Okay, don't turn off, guys. Just we'll do the Lynn and then we'll get into Vera. Love is in the air. Isn't that one of the movies? <sighs> Love is in the air. Everywhere I turn around. Sorry. That's an I think Australian it's really kind of crappy movie. Yes, it's a terrible it? song. No, the song is terrible, but. I think it's at the end of Strictly Ballroom, which is a fantastic movie. I told everybody to watch it a few ep- episodes ago. Have you? I want you to text me, guys. Now, Sorry, as my, you said, my microphone's just playing up. Do you want me to come over there and see if it works? You know how I'll do it? You're going to bash me. Yes. <laughs> With the headphones. <laughs> You're going to strangle them around your neck, mate. Seriously. No, but listen. Jeff, I loved your synopsis where you said, Jeff grows up. <laughs> it was so good. I think I actually laughed. I tried to put myself on silent, but it didn't work quick enough. Well, at, at some so, stage, he's just got to grow the kahunas and, mate, go, to, get some and go to his dad yes. and just say, hey, right. listen, yeah. you That's can't you to tell do. me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like yellow grow up. Um, so, Jeff, yellow. So, okay, what car does he have? Is it a Kingswood? What is it? Yeah, it's just it's a, a pea uh, green type thing. 
Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's a, it, it's a really old. I, I would say it's it's kind of like you know when you're in the '90s and you were driving like '80s cars. So when you're in so, the late '70s, you're driving probably late '60s, uh, early '70s. Okay. I mean, it's it's probably a universal. Uh, sorry, a, um, a university uh, type sort of car, you know. But it's yeah, oh, it's just like a um, it's it's just a, a Kingswood. Uh, probably station wagon i would have thought I, d- I didn't really look it up to be quite honest but you know if you had one of them nowadays and it was in good condition you could be on like yeah. you know 100 grand or something oh we can't really you know yeah should- definitely all those cars are worth a lot mm, i should send um craig who's our car guy um <laughs> we should I'll, you know what i'll do i'll send him the pictures of them because yes of course if one took a picture of it I'd be like what cars are these because when i post it i can then hashtag what car is this? What car is this, Craig? Craig, as you're listening to this, it's like you're actually part of the extended family. I know. I need this for the podcast post. Tell me now. <laughs> I know. Listen, Craig, I know that it sounds rude when I'm writing at my tone, but um, I'm not. It's because I'm on, not camera. Well, I am on camera, but, you know, what car is this, Craig? I need, I, I, put, a, I put a laughing face. He gets it. He gets me. All right. John, Jeff drives Lynn back to prison in this pea green jalopy because I just love to say that word. They kiss in the car. Does she not realise? She hasn't realised yet that she's been cancelled. <laughs> she doesn't know all the stuff that's been happening. When she comes in to sign back in, Vera has a go at her about her disgusting behaviour outside the prison gates. She calls it mauling. <laughs> I'm sorry, jealous. You did it with Jeff, mate, outside his Bentley outside the prison. Get out, you're disgusting. And, and Lynn saw you, by the way. Poor thing. She gets called in by Jean. Can I just stop you right there? Yes, please. It's probably a 64 EH. Okay, Craig. All right, let me just write that to Craig. You heard that, Craig. John reckons it's a what? An EH. No. No, no, no. Say the first word, Kingswood. Yeah, Kingswood, like station wagon, but EH. Just a Kingswood guess. EH. Is it EH for E Honda from Street Fighter? Uh, the letter E and the letter H. E Honda. E Honda. Okay. Um, please, <laughs> please tell me he's wrong. <laughs> it could be an EJ63 uh, because doesn't he have the visor at the An front? EJ Witten? <laughs> People won't what know what you're got, talking mate? about. We'll Google no, no, it, guys. No, you, you know, at the front, some of those just have mm-hmm. like a little bit of a like a cap peak. Oh, I can't tell because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll send it to you right now. Episode what? Thirty-two, guys. I have so many folders on my phone. It's all just prisoner um, photos. Oh, there's one of Mum. Mommy. Here we go. Episode 32. What a stupid head, Karen. Okay, here you go. Hang on. I'm just sending you those. Share. John. Actually, your name's not John. It's Jork. Send that to Jork. All right, I've sent it to you. Now, Vera has a go at her. She calls it mauling. Lynn gets called into um, Jean's office and Jean informs her she is getting dumped from the nursery. Um, But don't worry, it won't affect your work release at least. But she's upset. All right. Pull in. Um, the next morning, Jeff 
is outside Wentworth waiting to pick Lynn up to take her to work in the same woolen vest slash gilet, gilet that he's been wearing in every scene, every episode. Erica, once again, rocks up in her orange, her burnt orange Datsun and tells him, Lynn ain't coming and you're better off asking your father why. Um, so he goes all the way back to the nursery. Yes? I agree with what you said last week, that it was a pretty low low act, you know, by, yep. by Sid. And you yeah. can imagine, given that he has already backtracked um, already on very on a few different things that you know he will mm-hmm. just my guess it was, it was it was my guess from a while away well he's done it before right yeah exactly um yeah, exactly um yeah 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 so okay so he goes back to the nursery and he asks his dad why and sid goes trust me you're better off out of it you can get this you can never trust a convicted prisoner especially a woman this is where I think in the last episode yes. I sort of mentioned something, yeah. Yeah. He, he even says something else later on to Jean. I'm just like, you are a fucking turd, especially a woman. You're a, you know what, Sid, I can't even with you. I don't care because you're an old man and you're going to die soon anyway, so whatever. But Jesus Christ almighty, mate. It has no – there's no – what am I trying to say here? Well, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. Up. It wasn't so long ago that even in the late anything. 80s, when I was uh, still young, uh, <laughs> Good, when younger. I was still like in school, and and you know, yeah, yeah. people were calling women Sheilas and all of that yeah, sort of thing. You know, yeah. so so I mean, that is just an extension of yes, that sort of that sort of mentality. But, now things are changing just, now. They better because you know what? I will headbutt you. I will fucking headbutt you. I had a guy. I don't know if I've said this on an episode. I had a guy at my current work. He doesn't work there anymore. He's just left. And the role he was looking after. Is he Polish? Was, no. <laughs> you would have heard about it already if he was. Um, let's say he was in, um, let's say he was in, I'm going to make up a department. Let's Give me a department. Let's say he was in. The contraband department. He's in the contraband department. He was just in it, right? Just imagine that's what he he um he heads up, and he, it's sort of him, right? He's leaving. He's basically been pushed out because he's been a bit of a turd. He got together with this woman. It was a whole thing. Anyway, he leaves. And but on we ha- we tried to have these drinks over Zoom, like on a Friday. Everyone, anyone who wants to call in, calls in. Right? Everyone gets on the phone. Everyone has a drink, and we all laugh and stuff. He's talking about how he's leaving. He hasn't left yet. He's still there for another two weeks or whatever. And um, someone says, oh, so, you know, who's, um, have they got a replacement for you? Or, you know, um, you know, who do we go to? He goes, oh, listen, this is my guess. This is my prediction. They'll, they'll just absorb it into um, this female's department and, and um, the whole department will be made up of women. Now, this guy's like 65 and needs to die. He needs, I'm like, just retire, mate. And so he says that and there's like, 20 people on this video call and I just go and I'm down in the corner eating popcorn and I just go, like I leant right into the, into the camera and went, women are going to be women I fucking lost it, John. I feel I'm like, poor me, a woman beat me. Like full did that, full did that. 
to a 65 year old white man and what and happened everyone just people just started laughing and um he shut his mouth did he go Excited crazy that. on you no he didn't dare um nope he just sucked it up because he knew he just went oh, okay i may have said something wrong and i'm like that's why you're getting that's why you're getting the chop yeah. pushed out mate you're a fuck i'm sorry easy. does it matter <laughs> does it yeah does it matter john does it matter no, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they made him leave a week earlier than he had f- planned because um, <clears throat> you're a turd. Anyway, same thing, right? He's from that era where he, he would think that that yeah. was a problem. Like, that's the problem here, mate. Anyway, don't choke on a peanut on your way out. Um, okay, so Jeff has a go. So he doesn't realise, Jeff, that Sid, his father, has stopped Lynn's work until he visits her at Wentworth. He doesn't realise that Sid has stopped it. He just thinks Lynn hasn't come back for another reason. Right? Correct. She says, oh, I sort of see his point. Like, she's actually, like, quite neutral. She's like, I, I kind of get where he's coming from. Like, she might not agree with it, but she gets it, right? And Jeff's having a go and he goes back. He's like, no, I'm sick of this. He goes back to his dad and has a go. He says, stop mollycoddling me. I'm 22 and it's time you realise that. <laughs> he tells him to stick it and he's going to go choose his own friends. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you got no friends. You've got no well, friends. Well, it's Jeff. not so much that he hasn't got friends, but it's just like. He a, have a girlfriend. A, but normally. <laughs> Yeah. But normally it's it's those sorts of friends that are not really going to be that confrontational. So correct. Yep. 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 I mean he's stunning botany. Um, which is not a problem. That's great. But what was his theme? Capsicum spray? Wasn't no, ca- even something uh, good like that. Those capsicum stimul tomato <laughs> tomato and capsicum stimul stimulitis mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when he's telling Lynn and he's like She's walking into work and he's behind her like a puppy and he's just talking, talking, talking crap. And when he tells her what the, um, like what his master's is on or whatever, she, you see her like towards the camera. She just kind of goes, like she, she scrunches up her nose a bit like, oh, <laughs> like that sounds interesting. Oh, that is, I am just so <laughs> interested. <laughs> wow. Tell me more about tomatoes, bro. Um, I bet the tomatoes tasted amazing back then. Remember they pro- tasted good. Anyway. You have a problem with tomatoes? I love tomatoes. Are you kidding? What I have a problem with is going to the supermarket and you can't buy them because they taste like shit because they've taken out all the nutrients and all the good stuff to keep the shelf life and to sell them at mass produce. They don't taste like tomatoes. You've got to build, you've got to grow your own or you've got to go to a proper fruit and veg shop. I'm sick of tomatoes tasting like nothing. You tell them. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) People have tuned out, mate. This is going to be one um, of those episodes. I can just tell. <laughs> I've had a hard day. It's not an excuse. But Marky, Marky Harky said um, he had a rough um, day the other – a rough week the other day, and he said nothing alcohol wouldn't fix. And he's bloody right. Oh, I need a brandy. It's a Lizzie um, Exactly. Um, Gene um, – Gene goes and visits Sid and asks him to sign this form that says it wasn't Lynn's behaviour or work that gets her fired. And Sid goes, oh, yeah, sure. It just didn't work out. She's too attractive. Yeah, I thought that was kind of... Um, Why I, even I, say I, it, I, I, Yeah, I, I think at this stage that um, Gene is just exhausted. 
I think yes. by having by just having to deal with him. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, look, I'm surprised he even came to the actual. Uh, he, he actually even came to the yeah to to the actual office. No, I know. I know. I know exactly what I thought. I'm like, you really went all the way to Wentworth? Why don't you just call her idiot? Exactly. I totally get you. Um, so um, he goes, yeah, oh, she's too attractive, you know, but her work was exceptional. We could do with a few more like her. Oh, Hello. my God, bro. Oh, 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 yellow. What is that? Everything he's saying is hypocrisy. Well, it's. Uh, I think they're 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 just accentuating the the yeah, older generation there. I know it's a poor it's a poor bloody effort because it's yeah it's 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 all the bad stuff wrapped up in. <laughs> Correct. And back then, the younger people watching this probably felt like they could relate to it a little bit. You know, their oldies having a go at them, maybe. Yeah, well, that was. I guess that was just part of the social. Yeah. The social yeah. thing of yeah. Um. Yeah, so the end of this is Jean basically says, you know, like she's actually, it's quite funny. She actually agrees. She goes, of course, you know, you should do what she thinks right for your son as long as he does too. And then she says, like she does this little thing where she goes, oh, I knew this was a bad idea. I did it as a favour to Lynn's father. But, you know, it's still a shame since summer romances never last, do they? And then she walks <laughs> off and he's just like, huh, like he's sort of frowning like, he Hang definitely is telling her off. Uh, sorry, he, uh, sorry, she's telling him off in, in, in her such in a diplomatic her, way. Yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I quite liked her uh, her take on all that. I thought that was so. Really did good. I? I thought so too. And then um, the end of this is Sid has a second thought, has second thoughts again. He rings Jean and he asks if Lynn wants her job back. <laughs> just, I mean, come on, guys, can we just move on? And we are moving on. Segway. Let's talk about um, let's talk about Vera. Vera, she comes from Vera Las Vegas. Vera Las Vegas. Love that song. Um, she comes home from a shift. Her dogs are probably barking. She pours herself a drink. She goes and sits down on her sofa, and she balances the glass on the sofa next to her. Which to me is skill. If I did that, that thing would be all over Red Credit. Rover. Credit where credit's due. Huh. Yes. That's what I thought. I was like, dang, girl. I hope that sofa's scotch guarded. Do you know, when I ever move in anywhere new or whenever I get a new handbag, new shoes, a new winter coat, a new furniture or whatever, I always scotch guard it before I use it. Protector, furniture, spray protector, every, everything. And I spray everything every six months. Um. Just sort of put mm, that out there in case everyone wants to know that I'm amazing. Anyway, she yeah, opens up the newspaper. Weirdo. <laughs> well, no one ever said I wasn't. <laughs> um, she did you, did you used to? Did you used to? Um, uh, like in the nineties? Um, yes, probably. Uh, uh, waterproof your suede shoes and stuff what like that. What do you that? mean in the nineties? I still do. Oh come on! <laughs> That's my point. I still. I do all of them. I waterproof all of them. What are you laughing for? <laughs> Whose shoes have lasted? Mine. But they're out of fashion, so what's the point? Yeah, good point. Actually, I only have one pair of oh, – do I actually have any suede? I've got one pair of suede um, navy 
boots that I bought in London, get out. They're extremely in fashion for me anyway. doesn't matter. I scotch guide everything. I scotch guide your face. Um, Before you bash me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, afterwards. Um, so she opens this newspaper. And um, I love it. I love when they open up an old one because they're actually using real things from the day. She opens up this newspaper. There's a page about, um, there's a newspaper headline about PM Bob Hawke, our Prime Minister Bob Hawke. Um, but I think it was before maybe he was Prime Minister. I'm unsure. But there's something about Bob Hawke in there. Everybody knows Hawkey, right? And then there's another little um, photo there with a, with a headline that says, you know, Dixon for St Kilda. Now, was he a footy player, John, and a Australian football player? You, or was so he- you are, yeah. You asked me about this uh, earlier today. Yes, because I'm like, who uh, is this guy? Yeah, so that's Brian Dixon. So Brian Dixon used to play for. I'm going to say, uh, well, I know he played for St Kilda, but he may have played a couple of years at Melbourne, and then from memory, and this is where all my uh, lunch times at uh, in Year Twelve were all around football books. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he was coach of maybe North Melbourne before Barassi. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, okay, so it's it's sort of going into like like the 70s. So like, yeah, he was playing like in the 60s. But um, uh, I think that uh, you're probably going to screen grab that um, or screenshot it, it onto whatever you do to Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do have an Instagram account. But, uh, yeah, you're, well, you've got a few of those. But I'm, I'm not tr- obviously trusted to uh, use the uh, the prisoner one. <laughs> Look, you, you can, no, no, but let's face it, you, you don't get there on time. I'm always there before you. Oh, absolutely. I'm still in bed. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, Just like when we talk, you have you do not have an inmate. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so he, like, where it says, like, does it say, what does it say, Dixon in or something? It says um, Dixon for St Kilda. Yeah. So, so obviously he played for St Kilda and they were playing, I think, maybe they, they had transitioned to Moorabbin, but they were playing at Junction Oval, which is, like, part of technically the St Kilda sort of area. Now St Kilda just play it in the city sort of more than anything at Marvel Stadium. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But besides that, you know, so he was sort of well-known in the area and those when, like, a lot of those players used to be kind of, like, celebrities for, for, your, for your suburb, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. in America where you have, like, one team for every state. It's like, you know, we had, like, we had a whole football league based on teams that were all within no, no more than, a, say, like a 30-minute drive from one another. <laughs> you know, they're all just, yeah, like, yeah, in, yeah. inner city suburbs, like, you know, Collingwood, Fitzroy, probably, you know, you, you walk one side of the of uh, Smith Street to the other and you're in Fitzroy. You go back to the other side, you're in Collingwood. So it, it was that sort of uh, type of uh, type of thing. Anyhow, so he was well-known, I think, in, uh, in the St Kilda area, and then he became, I think, quite quite interested in politics, I think, through through the through the 70s. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not uh, 100% on my um, politics, on, on my politics and stuff. I really don't like it. But for <laughs> this, but I always I remember him because he he was sort of very outspoken about Ronald Ryan, like not not he shouldn't be have been the last person hung. Like like he he wanted to stop it, but yeah, like that's in, right. That's exactly the, right. Yeah, yeah. So, he wanted it. F- out yes yeah yeah and then so so and i think that was probably one of the things that henry sort of, bolt i think yeah something like yes, that yeah sorry. yes 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 um, he may have been the prime minister at the time or or the liberal leader or something but um i think he was the um premier 
Yeah. So anyhow, he um, doesn't matter. I think that's probably what sort of jolted him into like a lot of the the politics sort of stuff. I don't know. I'm not him, but but um, what was interesting was that um, when they when they say you know uh, what, what was the headline again? Dixon for St Kilda. Yes. Or something like that. So you're looking at say like this is 79, 80. So in that election for you know the for the federal election. Hmm. I I believe if if memory serves me right from like year eight, year eight uh, politics or whatever we were talking about, that his <laughs> his seat in St hmm. Kilda was hmm. the last one won, and it was the one that got the Liberals in back into power because it yes. was very because they were like already twenty years or so in in the seat. And it was people mm-hmm. were saying, is it time for change? But, you know, they just get one more and you know that they're going to lose the next one regardless of what they do. It's just the way that Australian politics sort of is. There's always trends more than, you know, content I yes. find. But, yes, yes, but, yes. Uh, yellow. And, yep, um, yeah. But I And I think that um, they would have got through in the power because they were going to line up with another party and therefore amal- amalgamate the, the seats. The nationals, but, I think. Yeah. But then they just got rid of them. And, uh, yep. you know, cast yep. them to one side, you know, but, you know, they would come back in the 80s together with John Hewson and some of those sort of other idiots. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, so like, uh, so I, when I saw that, I thought to myself, there's somebody on the prisoner set that I yep. think is liberal and yes. has put that on there. So it's like, yes, yes, we won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, because, because it's their, they did. It's their last hurrah because you knew that Hawk it was is. quite charismatic and right. that he, from he, obviously being him, he of the Labour Party. And then mm-hmm. whether it was 82 or 83, I Because when, okay, because he won in 97, sorry, 79. Hawk. 90, no, um, Dixon won the seat. Yeah. But he was defeated in 1982. Okay, so because it could when have been the Liberal like Party lost government years. after 27 years, so Hawke okay. must have taken it in 82. Yeah, so he must have been okay. So in the newspaper, when they had the bit about Bob Hawke, it must have been he must have been an MP at that point, yeah, and not yeah, the he, Prime Minister. He was definitely oh, not, he was definitely not in, in power at that time. Is Hawke from Victoria? Uh, I would have thought he's a Sydney boy. Oh my God, you just sounded like Bob Hawke then. Give me another point, mate. (laughs) South Australia, he was born in Border Town, South Australia. He had the best hair, didn't he? The best queef. Queef? Well, it was was very, uh, I mean, he was a man for the people. And uh, my yeah. Da- yeah, he used to go to Ford Motor Company a lot when my dad worked and stuff, and dad used to talk about him. Yeah, he was a man of the people. Well, that's, wasn't well, he? well you remember that, that's the essence of labor, sculling beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's the essence of labor is like you know, like the it's about the the unions, and uh, you know, whereas liberals are sort of more looking after the uh higher business and and looking after and the rich, more, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> making sure that uh, that they pay exactly the same amount of taxes as us uh, plebs. Well, <laughs> so there's my there's where my political things lie, but um, mm-hmm. you know what, Dan Andrews is hot. Let's just put that down there right now. I love Dan Andrews. I'm putting it out there. Putting it well, out there. I don't care. I don't care what anyone thinks. Don't worry about it. He is. He was just the the either the right or the wrong man at the at the right or the wrong time. Literally the worst time way. ever, right? Oh, but you know he's been like, he's been the premier since like 2008 or something. Yeah. And nothing's gone on. And then all of a sudden, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. God. But, anyway. You know, like people just have to realise that, you know, 
whoever what are you going to do? Pick pick your politician of choice and put them in yeah. power and they'd be all going through the same. They'd all be so. doing it. And you know what? We're lucky in this country because we don't actually have major polarising issues. We do have issues, yes, but not major polarising ones. Yeah, we're so, not invading New Zealand. Well, why would you want to, mate? Um, they're lovely as they are. They don't need us. Um, we're part of the yeah, Commonwealth, we're not doing any- Well. For Queen Country. Let's have another the Queen and Travers. Let's have another um, talk about the monarchy and republic and republics and independence um, in another podcast because that would be interesting. <laughs> anyway, Vera, right? Vera, you're monarch. No, but you're- I also don't want to be Republican. I don't want to be a republic. Those countries Choose don't aside. last. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's I'll like tell you it's, what. it's like Brexit. You know, like I'll tell you what. I don't actually care. Back. I don't actually care if we remain or not. I don't care. I have no opinion. However, I would like to keep the parliamentary system the same, which is from England. I'd like to keep that. The Queen and Travis. Exactly. Queen and oh, Travis. Well, they should bring that back. <laughs> to be honest, they should bring that back. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not someone that reads Woman's Day or New Idea, so I does, don't. Mate. So I don't keep an eye on the royals and all that sort of thing. But me neither. I do like. Well, them. I do a little bit. I, yeah, I'm, I like I'm, a little bit. I am, I am sentimental to them and I'm happy to be I am a little bit rule. too, like, yeah, I don't mind it. It's not really hurt us in any way, yeah. has it? I don't think so. And it's not really, they don't really do it. They don't even come here. Look, put Just it this come, way. We don't want the Prince Andrew bloke, but any of the others can come. <laughs> Fergie. <laughs> but um, Definitely j- she j- can j- come. The, the, the big thing for me is, like, um, if we if we were to become our own sort of thing, <laughs> Then you know the We're Commonwealth Games. What, what are we going to do for the Commonwealth Games? You know, like at least we don't have to waste money on it. What are you worrying about sports? Sports where you go, yeah, fair, fair, fair. That's what Australians <laughs> always. That's all Australians think about. Well, when we be allowed to go to the sports, we're we're allowed in Eurovision. So why can't we continue to go? True. What a load of crock that is. I mean, really and truly. Are you serious with this right now? Are you serious? Eurovision, I couldn't give biggest, two flying about that. One of the biggest Eurovision. Um, Fan bases is in Australia. You do realize that because we are one of the most multicultural. The biggest fan base is here. They have they they're clever in letting us in. Okay, we're never going to win it. Don't worry. But anyway, <laughs> didn't we come close one year or something? Yeah, and- we did. I think it was just kind of like because it was new and everyone's like, oh, give us a vote because it, who was it? Eric Banner Sebastian? or whatever. Eric Banner. Was Eric <laughs> Banner that was singing. What about no. me or whatever? Or- <laughs> What are you talking about? You're on drugs, bro. Shannon Hall. It will never be yeah, Shannon yeah. Hall. It will never be Shannon Hall. I'll call a bomb threat into the plane when he has to go over there to stop it. Um, no, Sebastian something. Oh, fuzzball. Yes. You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's a fuzzball. Everyone, it's 11 p.m. here. Um <laughs> work tomorrow. I have so many projects I have to do. Oh, God, fuck. Take us home. (laughs) Take us home. Vera, you scummer. She turns the page after our politics page. She turns a page. There's a whole page spread on George Lucas being arrested and bail has been set. Have have you noticed, right, with a lot of these newspapers, right, how, Mm -hmm. how there's a cutout piece and they've just glued it? 
Yes, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love it more it's than like anything. It's like at least, at least do the the edges. At least make but it you half know what? respectable. No one's noticing. Like, we, well, no the first thing I saw. Like we, yes, yeah, first thing you saw. <laughs> I noticed because <laughs> we're looking at it. Like they weren't looking at it back then. They're watching on their little TVs. In the black and they white. They weren't looking at it. It's brilliant, right? Brilliant. You can see there's some bits, right, where it's actually curled, curled up on the side. <laughs> it's so good. Just so use good. a little bit of the clag glue, you know. That's what they used. I'm sure the problem know. was it dried. It was dried at the bottom of the clag thing. It dried out. They only had a little bit left. They didn't add enough water. Oh my you can goodness. add water to make a better paste. Anyway, flour and water will do. Um, she gets up. And goes and rings Steve Wilson. Then we don't know what happens. Meanwhile, Erica rings Vera. So it's like maybe the next day she's getting ready for work, right? Erica rings Vera. She tells her, she tells Vera, Vera, you know the rules around that sort of thing, which is the George Lucas thing. You've heard that George Lucas has been arrested and, you know, we know that you've been seeing him. And Vera says, innocent until proven guilty, Miss Davidson. You have no right Hypocrite. to make hypocrisy. What is she you have uh, no- Someone comes in on remand and she's calling them an animal. I mean, for crying out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She says, you have no right to pry into my off duty um, hours. And she Erica's doesn't realize, like, right, that, that yeah. Erica, that she is like, this is Vera. Mm. Erica is one phone call away from having her in remand. Yes. Please yep. continue. Um, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, Erica says, um, I still want to see you in my office at 4 p.m. And Vera says, before or after I've signed in. And Erica goes, like she could barely spit it out. She goes, before, obviously. <laughs> She's just like, I'm well, done first, with Vera. Well, the first thing I thought, right, was yep. that, you know, am I am I on the clock? <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I said, so does she sign in at four and then go into Erica's office? So, like, are they having, like, what? So for 15 minutes, she's not on her job. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's very, I, yeah, I, I, I thought I that have- too. I must admit, I thought it was kind of weird to to have it like that four o'clock, but I guess Erica doesn't want to miss the five o'clock news, nor does True. she want to. Uh, Do you reckon Brian Hitchner was there back then? Brian Hitchner at this stage was uh, doing He's all probably... sort all sorts of stuff. He was um, he was the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think it, there was some sort of um, anniversary of him, like like oh, really? yeah, like. Um, Five, you know, 10, 000, 10 000 shows or whatever on the news or something, and they had some uh, some very young uh, parts of him where he was on at like three XY, which was like the radio station, and then he was mm-hmm. then how he was like a beat reporter, you know, like in the uh, early seventies or or whatever, because he'd be what sixty five, not out now. Yeah, he's still going. Yeah, yeah. He's so, not giving that yeah. job up. Yeah, so had him with his hair cut, like, you know, the brill cream and all that sort of thing. So and, um, good, man. Yeah, and then I think by at least this time, he was already, you know, at least doing the weekend news or at least in the country. Mate, he's got a friendly face. I like his face. Kind of Peter Hitchner or Brian Hitchner? Is it Peter Hitchner? Peter Hitchner. 
Nine News. Did I say Brian? Peter Hitchener, Nine News. In 97... He became GTV's Nine's chief weekend news presenter and read the main national Nine News bulletin when Brian Naylor was on leave. Brian Naylor, that's where I got Brian from. Okay. Brian told me. Brian told me so. Brian. I know, I know everything I need to know because Brian <laughs> told me so. That was that was a slogan for him. I mean, he was he was big. Brian Naylor, yeah. nine, and then you had um, yeah, Brian Naylor, mate. Then you had that woman on uh, Joe Pearson oh, and uh, Rob Jell. <laughs> remember Rob Jell? Rob Jell was like the um, <laughs> he was like a, a real dweeb, and uh, he was um, doing the we- he was like the weather guy before that David yes. Brown came. Anyways, on um, <laughs> do you remember Jennifer Kite? Bloody oath, I do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yellow, <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Um, I, I, saw, right? I, I saw her in real life. So did in, I. Um, at the football once. Yes. One, one Friday night. The Bombers fan. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a Collingwood man. No, so she is. I, yeah. Well, I don't care about that. Yes, but, you do. Um, when I saw her, like, um, she was very attractive in, in the She's flesh. beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, but for some reason, like, yeah. when you see her on the news, I don't think that did her justice. Oh bloody oath! If you, saw, I saw her at um, you know when they do the grand final day parade bef- the day before the grand final. I don't know if they do it anymore. Mm. They actually had a cut like when there was like a parade, whatever. In the actual car, they had the premier cup, and Jennifer Kite and the other news guy was it Peter Hitchner, whoever it was. It was Carlton Bombers game, and maybe it was like ninety three or ninety six. And she was in the car with him and they were both mm. holding the cup up and they kind of did this little like joke thing where they were like pulling the cup away from each other because one was Carlton, one was Essendon. And I'm pretty sure she was a Bombers fan. It was great. Anyway, she was wearing a red jacket, a red coat, beautiful. <sighs> I anyway, John? Try, I am trying to think of the channel, the, the, the channel 10. Seven, right? Uh, sorry, yeah, the channel 7 um, because there was always like her and there was another, there's another guy as well. Yeah, some guy who cares about him. I can't remember his name. He was some guy. I think yeah, he went for Carlton. So, <laughs> he gives didn't, a shit. didn't she have a sex tape? John or something? Yeah, it was, wasn't wait, that a thing at the time? Your one, well? the one that was released with you on it. I, I yeah, yellow, <laughs> yellow. No, no, I but that, that was kind of like the downfall of her, wasn't it? Like there was something Which happened. Shits me to tears because now look at Kim Kardashian. What is she reading the news? Is she? No, that's how she began. <laughs> I don't think she could. So um, she done sex tape, she became she? famous from that. That's how she became famous. Oh, really? Who 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 yeah. did she with um what Shaquille Some O'Neal or whatever? Rap. <laughs> who, who's who's that like Lamar Jackson? No, no, no. Just because it was a black guy doesn't mean it's bloody shit. No, 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 O'Neal. no, 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 no. This is way before then. That's cool. That's the other one, Chloe. Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. This is how she, this is how we became. We knew their names in terms of reality TV. She got a sex tape was released. Some people say it was her mum that released it, but her mum worked that bloody PR job, and now they're all famous. So hang on. So <sighs> before that happened, before that happened, right? Was she actually yes. famous at all, or or no? Just oh, really. She did. Um, she would do wardrobes for people like Paris Hilton and stuff. She she would go in and cl- give them new styles and clean out their wardrobe and put new things in. That's that was her job. Okay, she so was in the social realm. Types. 
yeah, she was in the social realm and she was in stuff, but then this tape made her extremely famous and then we all had to put up with them for the rest of our oh, lives. I had no idea. And then is she married to the, the uh, bloke Jenner, Bruce Jenner? That's Chris Jenner, the, the mother. Kim Kardashian is the one that what is married to, did marry a basketballer, the white one. So where does Chris, Bruce Jenner come Divorced into after it? two days. He is married to the mother, Chris Jenner. No, but he's a female now, yeah? Correct. So. And looks like Cindy Crawford. Uh, I'm not kidding. Okay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I know the only reason I know Bruce Jenner is because he won the was it swimming yeah, or the, running the thing. Running, or something oh, like that. Something. Yeah. Who gives a but he was shit. also in um, on a cereal's box. You can't, you, or some crap. you can't stop the music by um, the Village People. Yeah. Hey, well, it's it, hey, it's staple diet on, on Channel could. Nine every um, New Year's Eve. You can't stop. All right. No one now we know what you're doing on New Year's Eve. I'm usually past I'm usually past by then. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually passed out, guys. 9.30 fireworks. Don't hear them. Um so remember Vera Ring Steve Wilson? On yep. her before she starts her shift at 4 p.m. to go and see Erica, she goes and sees Steve. She gives she has the ten dollar notes all wrapped up. He's three thousand dollars to bail out George. I'm like I'm surprised his bow wasn't denied. Isn't he a flight risk? Uh, uh, Honestly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I found this really kind of um, because to, 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 to me, he, he, he'd already like. Just, hmm. yeah. Actually, the, the more I think about it, the more I, I'm sort of turning on my, turning on my own first feel of, about this situation okay. because because okay. um, I was sort of I was a bit surprised. That Vera mm-hmm. still went through with that. I mean, like, they, obviously, that was the money yes. in the envelope. What three thousand mm-hmm. dollars? Like, he knew that it was bail money. <laughs> I don't know, but um, uh, but then he said, "Oh, you keep it as a gift." And I'm like, "Hello, uh, <laughs> mate. I would love that. What I could do with that right now." Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, 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 brilliant. Hey, Beavis. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh. uh, did you know that they're bringing back Beavis and Butthead? Yes, finally. Brilliant. Are they just going to play the old ones or like apparently, apparently ones? it's going to be on that Paramount Plus thing? Oh, but, so I'll um, never see it. I'll no, see no, it for a month before yeah. I cancel. <laughs> but, um, well, that, that's the sort of thing that would actually get me. <laughs> Onto yes. Paramount Plus, yes. you know. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how much I love Beavis and Butthead? You know, like the, um, like them, like talking over um, all the video clips. And that was my favorite part when they commented on the video clips. My favorite part because no, no one else would play the medal here. Like <laughs> Rage, that's how we got our medal. <laughs> well, with Rage, you used to get like what three video Rage. clips at three thirty in the morning, yeah. <laughs> and I used to tape. I used bon to like, go for it, and I go, oh yeah, and it's just like, oh. Jeez, that was we that all was, did it, and then um, uh, yeah. But uh, this Beavers and Butthead is them when they're like forty or whatever. Even better because I'll be exactly the same. So they're all going to be a little be bit podgy and everything. Good because they're already like they're already washed up. Then it won't be much difference. One of them will be out of jail by that time. I am Cornelio. I need um, TP for my bunghole. for my bunghole. <laughs> We're the worst people. Um, so, okay. 
Steve picks up three three K bundles. Three K bundles. I think I need that as my ringtone. Um, <laughs> are we beavers yeah, and He puts the t-shirt over his head. Yeah, it's so cool. He just he's on like the plane. He's on the plane. He's such a loser. It's so good. It's so good, but so gross. I love it. Um, so okay, Steve warns Vera that she's going to have to deal with. Um, being responsible for his bowel conditions if she actually goes ahead with this. And he actually says, your department won't look favourable on this. She's like, I'll worry about that then. Like, she doesn't care. I'm like, you, what are you, Bonnie and Clyde? Oh, my God, you fool. She bows him out. She bows George out. All these mates have been busted, he finds out. She suggests, oh, Steve Wilson can represent you. And he goes, I could get the best lawyer in the country. Even Perry Mason couldn't help me. <laughs> Great call out there. Um, so he says, I'm going to skip the country. I can skip the country. And he asks Vera to go with him. Um, but she wants him to stay. And she says, look, I'll wait for you if you go to jail. <laughs> like he's going to jail, like seriously. And he, and then he goes, and she goes, I've, I've got to go to work. We'll think of something later. He goes, well, I can't let you go. Can't let you go to work. I'm jumping bail. So she doesn't arrive for her 4 p.m. appointment with Erica. Um, Erica calls Vera and Vera can't answer because she looks over at the phone and we've realised George has tied her to a chair. So he's bound her hands and her feet and her mouth. And he goes, he grabs her by the shoulders and he goes behind her, sorry, love, it's the only way, and leaves. So I'm thinking, okay, what a bastard. But at the same time, it probably he probably does it so it looks like she had no involvement in anything. He's 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 prevent, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's he's, a part of he's this. He's looking whole thing. after her. I, like I'm actually convinced that he does he, like her, but, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does like her. Like um yeah. and yeah, they are actually quite good for quite good for one another. Like I think yes. that she is very yes. smitten, yeah. smitten for, for him, but he is yep. one of the few people if any, yeah. on this, on the complete, her run, her however many episodes, mm. that can control her, that that can that that can tell her. I mean, he's 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 not rough yeah. with her, but he's rugged, and mm-hmm. you know he mm-hmm. has that sort of authority. And she's like, yes. And I've seen yeah. that with some people where I thought there was some girls, especially in uni, that were just out of control. And then when I when when I saw them with uh, certain people, they were just like, oh, yeah. you know, like, and I just thought, wow, it's like Declan um, Hyde here. So wow, yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah. So that's it. She's um she's looking at the phone and it's ringing, and he leaves, and then that's that's it for Vera. So we well, have to see what happens in episode thirty three. There's, there's a couple <clears> of things <throat> here that I sort of picked up on as well. Like mm-hmm. if you're if you you remember George right when the phone starts ringing. And then he pulls mm. a socket out of the wall. Yes. Yeah, surely right. Surely. <laughs> and then it rings again. <laughs> well, not that it rings again, but obviously it'll come up as being um, not. Uh, a thing. You know, yeah. Yes. This is a Telstra message. Disconnected. Or a tele- yes. a telecom message. But the thing is, right, if that mm. happened, surely, you know, someone trying to get through would then go to there to and, the and, and, and prompt it, at least if you left it in there and the phone just rang. It's yeah. like, okay, nobody's home. 
no problem. She's not answering. Exactly. I, I, you know, I, I see that on a lot of um, crime shows and and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was watching The Wire yesterday, some reruns, and and you know they did the same thing. They just pulled the socket out of the way and said, "Well, what good is that going to do?" Honestly, you know, yeah, if yeah, anything, yeah. it just draws more attention to her. But you know, where's he? Yeah. Is looking to transition, you know, sort of out of the country or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that was kind of a bit weird, you know, because it was it's when uh, it's it's when Erica can't get through that then she decides. Um, I think something's wrong la- later on I've got in the episode. Yep, to go and visit her. And as if Meg wouldn't bloody get involved, you know, Meg. Oh. She'd be right over there. <laughs> she wouldn't even wait for the phone to ring. Yeah. In, this, in this episode, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, does does um, yeah. uh, does Erica find her yet? No. Okay. Probably Next spoil episode. a whole lot of things. Oh no, I'm pretty sure we guessed that was going to happen. <laughs> She's not going to die there of starvation. <laughs> um, so that's that for there. Um, bloody Vera. So, um, Mum. So we got. Let's do. Ma, do you want to do? Let's do Nolene. So that's Nolene. it for Vera. No, Nolene. Meanwhile, she's still slinking around the prison, right? She visits Clara in her cell and she takes her pretty compact mirror straight off Clara and Clara just gives it to her. And she says um, she wants payment. She wants regular payments basically or Clara's going to get it. And Karen's standing there in the doorway all of a sudden and tells Clara once Nolene leaves, she tells Clara to stand up for herself. You know, it's dog eat dog in here. Um, but Nolene really has taken a liking to harassing Clara. So she's like next time she's on her way to the dining hall and um, Nolene kind of, she's on the she's on the way to her, the dining hall with Karen and Nolene sort of like walks up and, you know, gets in their face and Karen tell, you know, says, leave her alone <laughs> or piece <laughs> off. I'm talking to the monkey, not her keeper. <laughs> never heard that one i was like rude and then so karen snaps yeah she's she's literally low-hanging fruit for uh for nolene so easy it's too easy mate yeah. it's too easy um and karen snaps here and she she confronts nolene and she's like um you know why don't you pick on um oh excuse me why don't you pick on monica then you'll see what happens <laughs> And then Nolene goes, what don't I pick on you and see what happens and grabs Karen around the neck and proper bashes her, like pulls her into a cell and full on gets around behind her, throws her against the lockers. And there's a proper gash to Karen's head. Like she's bleeding. Right. I, yeah. I, 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 I'd like this for a number of reasons and, and not so much. Karen gets hurt. Well, not, not so much that, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I just thought that that was, um, yeah, that everyone was fair game. Uh, you know, at that, yes, at that yes, sort yes. of stage, I, I think that I think that people mm-hmm. inside that prison, like the Nolan Burks of the world, sort of have a different opinion to the Karen Travises of the world, and they see what she's done, and she's like the goody two shoes and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, yep. and she's probably been thinking, I just want the just give me any reason to belt the snot out of you, and um, yeah, and yeah, she just completely dominates her. Yep. You, yeah. Yeah. Actually, if anything, it it actually grows Nolene's profile in the show for being someone yep. a little bit rougher. Whereas I think Doesn't there were there's probably some people that think she's just like a um, 
you know, someone with a, 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 a like a dog with no bite, you know. So, so she can inflict some damage. Mm-hmm. Yes, she can. Um, and she clearly doesn't care with who, you know. Yeah. I um, like Nolly. Me too. I like her too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Meg comes in and grabs her because Meg's always there just in a split second when she doesn't quite see anything. Um, so she um, she takes her to the doc and Dr. Greg. Dr. Greg and uh, Meg are in there and Karen tells them that she slipped, obviously. And, you know, Dr. Greg's like, I'm not stupid, Karen, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And Karen's like, she'll get hers. Clearly not from you, though. Um, but Clara has also learned the rule, the lagging rule very quickly because Erica calls her into her office and she's like, so what happened? And Clara says she slipped. So Clara also knows, shut your mouth, don't say anything, stay out of it. Um, and Erica knows what's happened, but what are you going to do? Exactly. If a prisoner doesn't want to be a witness, you can't do anything. So, Nolene, in the meantime, she tries to get Martha. Now, I know who you're talking Remember how I was saying Big Bertha? I think Martha is a different character, but they look exactly the same, these women. Yeah. So, yes. So, Nolene goes into Martha's cell because Martha and her mate are usually heavies in the prison. She tries to get them on her side. She has to agree to three packs of ciggies each, and we've got ourselves a deal to become her heavies, right? Later on, Mon tries to settle who's top dog and Nolene calls her Puddin. <laughs> <laughs> and Mon's her, there going. She even, her, yeah. Her Harley Quinn moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Puddin, <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, Mon's sort of like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finally, can, you know, sock you one. And um, Nolene's two heavies rock up. So Monica has to retreat for now, right? Is, that, is, is, is this a bit of the games? Yeah. yeah, and then she's yeah, the all the smart, game. and then she's yeah, yeah, like yeah. hand in hand, like arm in arm over those two heavies. She puts her yeah, she puts her <laughs> arms over their shoulders, and they walk off. <laughs> I'm like, how can you just be like that? Anyway, yeah. Later on in the laundry, um, Nolene comes in with her two heavies to come in just to be a fucking stir trouble. Like she's a shit stirrer, this woman. Um, she comes in there and she's like, I think she's um giving shit to someone. I can't remember who. Um, and she comes up and she's doing something. And she's like, well, what are you going to do with my heavies and all that? And Mon turns around and goes, well, actually, they're not your heavies. So in the meantime, Mon has turned them back onto her side. <laughs> <laughs> and Lolene's face, she's just like, What? And she tries to get out, like she says, so she tries to walk out of the room, and they block her. And then she tries to run to the other the other gate, and that's closed. So they all grab her, and then Mon, they grab her um, against, like, so she's up straight, and Mon punches her in the stomach, and then they drag her, and they say, "You dobbed." Mon goes, "You dobbed me in for Yates's death. Well, if I've got the reputation, I may as well do it." And basically pushes her over to where the dryer is, like threatening <laughs> that she's got a suffocator in there. And Nolene is like, "Oh my god!" Like completely, like dissolves into fear, like complete fear. And um, while she's being sort of like pushed in, but not really, Mon forces her to say that she's Monica's the top dog. 
and Nolene begrudgingly says it and then they let her go and they're just laughing at her and then she just runs out. And I'm like, that won't be the last of Nolene. <laughs> it won't it just, be the last of her. It just fuels the fire, you know. It fuels the fire because she's yeah. got nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly yeah. right, yep. you know. Yep, exactly. So that's the end of that and we'll see what – I can't wait for the next Nolene because I can't wait. She's great. Um, <laughs> so while Mon's, Mon's forcing everyone to acknowledge that she's top dog, um, B's still hiding out at mum's, right? Fucking mum gets another fucking visit from Meg who comes in and asks her if she saw B in the hospital that time when she dropped the plant off. You know, could she have your address? And mum's like, oh, no, 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 I don't think so. And she, and Meg goes, you know, well, you, she warns her about jeopardising parole if she hides B. Like, you know what you'll, you know, you know, you know it's wrong and you know what will happen. Um, You're visiting an ex-con, Meg. Shut up. <laughs> You didn't have a right. You didn't have a right. Just saying. Self-righteous. So, B in the meantime has come up with a plan. Judith keeps saying, every time Judith is there, she's like, I just want her to go, go. Like, you know, get out of here, blah, blah, blah. I want it, I want you to leave. Come up with a plan. This is B's plan. You remember Val, who owned the jewellery shop, who used to be in prison with B, who yep. gets her the gun. In, the, in episode two, yep. In episode two, yes. Her name's Val. So B gets Judith to go to Val's jewelry store and give her a letter, which is to organize the help. Like, I'm going to come, B's like, um, um, you know, uh, get me some money for clothes. You know, go get some money, go get some clothes for me, um, and I'll come to you, Val, at the jewelry store, and then you can hold me up for a few days or whatever, right? She owes me. Unfortunately, when Judith gets to the jewellery store, she finds out that Val has sold the shop to all I can guess is an Irishman with the weirdest ass accent I've ever heard and the mm-hmm. ugliest moustache, and she's moved to Sydney. I can't tell if he was Irish or whatever, but it was the worst accent. I don't know what that was. Yeah, he's straight off the boat. It was terrible. Um, but... Judith comes back with shopping bags with clothes in it and some change. And B's like, ah, oh, I knew Val wouldn't let me down. I'm like, but Val's not there. So B goes in, changes her clothes, gets on her, um, what do you call it? Her, um, her, not costume, what do you call it? Disguise. She's looking fine in her new dark brown box. I was going to ask you what you thought of her How wig. How good is her wig? Stunning. She's wearing this like light beigey plaid skirt with maybe a pattern on it and a beige blouse um, and a red tailored jacket, brown bob, and heavy dark eye makeup. Like she looks great. I think. Would you swipe right? No. I would. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, okay, so she's ready to <laughs> she's ready to go, right? So she leaves. Um, and she's like, thanks for everything, mum. Um, you're a saint and leaves. God bless you, mum. Judith, in the meantime, is looking really kind of, what's the word? Um, really stressed out. She admits to mum after B leaves that she bought clothes. She bought the clothes for B with all their savings because she just wanted B gone. 
So she's lost all their money. She's about to have a baby. Is she insane? She should have gone to the police. I don't know. She, I know she can't go to the police station. But as if B's going to hang around there, just how many, how much savings did you have where that's what you had to pay? Like that's all your savings went on that outfit. Or would that have been 100 bucks? Wow. Jesus. The wig would have cost something. If, or double that, 250 I mean, you know. Wow. Yeah, okay. It okay. just, um, yeah, the, uh, I, I, I actually, I, I understood the panic in that, you know, but I yeah. just, uh, but I was beginning to think halfway through it saying, like, what would have actually happened if she actually had just come back and said she's not there? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, 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 what would B have done? Would B have, uh, she wouldn't have stayed there forever. No, she wouldn't have. This is what I mean. Exactly. 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 But, but because because the thing is, is that, you know, um, she knows that there's going to be, you know, more of the screws are going to come, like whether it's um, Jean, mm-hmm. Vernon, Jean. or um, or uh, or Jackson, Meg, Meg Jackson, are going, mm. you know, is, is going to come and, and visit. So she can't stay there. This, you know, it's only a very, it's a, it's a two, what, two bedroom flat? And she wants to get out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just found it. Yeah. I was just like, for God's sakes, this should have been. There must have been something else. You must have been able to buy something cheaper. I don't know. Anyway, all their savings is gone. And mom, mom's just like, oh, my God, like bung-eyed, shocked, right? Um, Jean and Meg. So Jean, Jean's received this phone call from her friend, who's apparently house who need who's house sitting for six weeks or needs her house looked after for six weeks. Right? I'm just bringing it up because I'm sure it'll come in later. Yeah, maybe. Right? Um, and Meg, Meg's there, and she's just just sitting there, and she brings up how she's bothered by the last time she was at Mum's house. She saw a pack of smokes there at Mum's house, and um. Um, she's kind of like, have you ever seen mum smoke? And because um, when she was there, some smokes, the bee smoke pack fell on the ground and bee's like, oh, Judith, do you smoke? That's not, that's not a good habit for the baby. And mum's like, oh, no, I, I, I've took up smoking, nasty habit, but I took it up after I got out of prison, right? Um, Just a puff here and there. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but here's the thing. What are you going to do? You, you'll be in trouble if you say you've been there visiting mum. So I don't know where she's going with this. Anyway, um, B finds out that Val's gone to Sydney because she rocks up to the jewellery store and that Judith screwed her over. And she is angry. And I love it because right behind her, as you can see her face getting her anger face where she purses her lips. There's a Seiko watch display in the background of the shot. I loved it. And before when she, when Judith was arriving, there was an Oriton sign. And there's like still brands that are still going today. Mm. I love it. Um, so mum's at home and they're like, they're cleaning up everything. So they're cleaning up smokes, getting rid of stuff. And bloody Jean and Meg arrive, busy bodies, right? <laughs> and Meg's allowed to because um, she's, Coming with the social worker, all above board, you know. Um, this is what I don't get. They come in, Meg sits down, Judith goes to make tea, and Jean, who's been there before, says, 
my, you've done wonders with this place. Do you mind if I have a look in the ba- bedrooms yeah, and just, just turns on her heel and walks off? Just be my guest. G- yeah, <laughs> G- yeah, into the bedrooms. It's just like, wow, everybody knows what you're doing. Um, <laughs> obviously, she's not going to find B there. But as they leave, Meg still thinks something fishy is going on, but Jean thinks she's making a mountain out of molehill. So they walk off. There's nothing they can do. She's not there, right? But as they walk off, B comes around the other corner behind them to the front door and she looks angry. So she's back, which Judith should have known she was going to do or there was a risk that she would have come back. What did she do? Yeah, yeah, I think, I wonder if Judith Ann just thought, oh, you know, she'll just go. And catch somewhere. a train, a, ca- a catch a train, or or, or something like that. Yeah, you know? leave I mean, somewhere. Yeah, I, I mean, of course she's going to go and um, visit her friend. I mean, so this is why you know, like, I, I understand that you make a, a snap decision. You're under a bit of pressure, and you just want yeah, things to true. go. And and the other thing is that she's pregnant, so she's probably not thinking a hundred percent either. So um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What she should have done in hindsight, and I know there's not a lot of time to think about it when you're doing, when you're there and it's happening to you. She should have gone back and said, um, either she could have said, she should have given her some clothes and let her go. And then she should have got out of the house with mum, but where are they going to go? I don't know. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could, you could go to, they could have rung Meg and gone, I'm actually really worried that B might rock up. Um, is there anything we can do? Can we, come, you know, can we come and stay at your house? <laughs> Something. I don't know. I don't know. It just disappeared for a couple of days. But they don't, they probably don't know anyone. Exactly. Surely the mother from, the mother from um, Black Rock would have taken them in for a couple of days. Well, the other thing is I thought that they were actually, uh, you know, prepared to, to, you know, pump them with a bit of money. That's what I thought. What, did they just turn down the money? Maybe that goes towards the rent or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, that whole situation is is a whole other conversation. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Just, and Judith, how old is Judith? 16, she wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what to do. You know, something, so, yeah, something, something tells me that um, we haven't seen the the last of um, of her. No, she's a little bit hot headed. I think that one. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I, I, I could just see something's going to happen because you know, at some stage, Judith Ann is going to pop. So, well, she's looking fairly uh, large at the at the time. Actually, there was a bit there where. Um, where B just says, "Oh, don't you know?" We, where she says, "Oh, I'll go and you know, do the go 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 and see your friends and organize all this and that." And Mum just mm. goes, "No, no, no, not in your condition. I'm not having you run around." And B goes, "Oh, look at her. She's in fine condition, <laughs> fine form." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably thinking, "I bloody had to bloody mop floors and shit when I was pregnant." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think Judith Ann is pretty strong. She's a bloody ox, that girl. She's exactly. not struggling. Yeah. She's not struggling, John. But um, anyway, well, do you think that one was a shorter not one? I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we <laughs> might, might be actually under an hour. Yet. 
Oh, oh we we have done one at forty two minutes. So oh, okay, um, okay. Let's let's have a look then. We'll see what happens. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. So um, that's episode thirty two. Let's wait to see what happens in episode thirty three. Can't wait. Now that Nolene's on the um, on the roster. Exactly. Exactly. It's so be great. Well, let's end it there, and um, I guess I'll Fantastic. see you in probably what what two or three days, as per yes. normal protocols. Yes. We, we All right. Out. Thank you very much. Yes. We got. Uh, we still got. Um, Pump these out, mate. Hang on. Six ninety-two minus oh thirty thirty-two. We only got six hundred and sixty to go. So. Six hundred sixty. Yep. Yep. So divide by fifty-two. Mad. That's all right. Hang on. 660. No one cares except you and I. This is great. Divided by two. So we got yes. 300, 300, uh, 330, given that we're pumping out two a week, we've got 330 uh, weeks to go. Yes, so we yes, divide yes. that by 52 weeks. So we've only got um, six. Hang on. Is that, that can't be right. 660 episodes to go. We divide it by two, so that's um, 330 yes. weeks, and we divide that by 52. So that's... Brilliant. I'm not listening. I don't know. Guys, it, it, it's, it's about three, three and a half years of um, podcast to go. Okay. Well, we could survive. Mm. We might be alive. You're not sick of me yet? Mate. Never. <laughs> you'll never get rid of me you'll be like oh, I can shut up I don't want to you do this anymore I'm like <laughs> you will be you <laughs> bastard <laughs> oh god can't wait for Jeff um, okay well thank you very much John um, we'll see John, you all John Vernon <laughs> John Baptiste um, John I- Vernon <laughs> and I drive a Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle <laughs> if you John Vernon. Christ, <laughs> that's amazing. That's your next. That's your name next episode, John Vernon. Instead of yeah. you, <laughs> John, Ver- <laughs> John Vernon. Can't believe I didn't believe. Think of that. I'm. I'm really annoyed at myself. <laughs> John Vernon. <sighs> John Vernon. All right, John Vernon. Um, I'm so I'm I, 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 with the whole university crowd at the time, and you know we're we're, we're flipping tables of where you know we're taking on uh, females' yes. last names, taking on the world. <laughs> yes. One surname uh, at a time. One surname at a time. Um, all right. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Um, we'll see you next time. Ta-ta. Ta-da. Bye. Er. <laughs>